Hello everybody, welcome back to another chat. Today I will talk about my trend predictions for the next year of 2024. I did talk about future forecasting a little bit on my Instagram a while ago and it is a topic that I got really invested and interested in in Uh, the time of COVID. So when COVID started, I was looking at future forecasts and trend predictions and learned a lot about that. And for me, a lot of things came true that I predicted. And now it has developed into more of a form of channeling because I read a lot of patterns in our society in general. And then it... Um, flows from there naturally I would say and it kind of gets intertwined with my more spiritual gifts so this is kind of out of the ordinary for what I usually would share on this podcast but it has been on my heart especially with the new year coming in and today is actually the new moon in Pisces so the perfect time to tap into our collective consciousness and talk about all of these dreams and visions for our future for the next year. If you are into astrology, you know what I'm talking about. And so this is a bit of a break from our usual schedule. And if you like this episode, maybe I will do more of this kind of topic. But it really came through for me today. So this is what I wanted to share with you. My name is Tabea Zui and this is the Creative Waters podcast. So let's get right into this. I actually sat down to record this podcast this afternoon and it didn't want to come out right. I had written down all of my observations and everything that I see developing in the next year And I recorded it, but it didn't feel right. And then I went cycling, indoor cycling, which is a new hobby of mine and what really activates my masculine energy. And when I came back home, I had this whole download, this whole channeling of the point that I was missing in the first recording. And it is masculine and feminine energy. And it really came to me in this way that the title of this episode should be The Rise of Feminine Energy. And it feels more like a prediction or wishful thinking than I would like to say it in my own words. But this is the idea that is coming through really heavily right now. So that's where I'm going with this. And looking at all the points that I have already observed, this is actually a really accurate description. We all hold two polarities of energy within, feminine and masculine energy. This is not related to gender, but it is a form of energy. It is a polarity of creative energy. It runs through us and through everything of life. It is a natural law of life that was here before us and will be here after us and we as humans express these two energies in a lot of different ways. For us as a society right now we are leaning a lot into masculine energy. We are expressing mostly masculine energy and what that leads to is that the feminine polarity 
because these are two polarities that essentially belong together and do not exist without the other, feminine energy comes through in a more radical, impulsive and intense way than it needs to, in quotes. When we integrate feminine and masculine energy within ourselves, we feel in integrity. We feel like our inner reality and our outer reality match and align and we feel successful and fulfilled at the same time. It is a balance between structure and openness, flexibility and clarity. It is the balance or the integration of a concentration of energy and a diversion of energy. In our society, we lean into an expression of masculine energy. Masculine energy is celebrated. And this looks like hustle culture, for example. And there are so many different expressions of this that right now do not want to come into my mind. So I will continue on talking about this. And I think you will get the picture while I'm discussing all the things that are coming up. And I will also talk about feminine and masculine energy much more in a following episode. But for today, I really want to focus on what that means for our future. Because when I look at all of the trends that I predict for the next year and all the trends that are already happening, it looks like feminine energy is more embraced and is on the rise, which is amazing for us as individuals, but also as a collective and for our society. And the interesting thing is because we live in a culture and in a society that celebrates masculine energy and is kind of out of balance energetically in general, we do not really know what feminine energy will look like expressed as a society as a whole. There are people that are mostly in their feminine energy and For example, I would say that I naturally express more feminine energy. I am a very flowy, spiritual person. I am very creative and intuitive and emotional. And I focus a lot on my inner reality, which is the feminine aspect of realities. But at the same time, I have learned throughout my life because I live in the physical reality to really push my masculine energy and just today I went to a cycling class because I know that I need to kind of embrace my masculine energy a lot more to do the things that I want to accomplish in this reality. So the trend forecasting or the future forecasting and these predictions are so interesting to me because they feel like feminine energy. It goes into a direction that will be so interesting for us as a culture and society. So there are a few main topics that come up for me when I look at what is happening in our culture right now, in our pop culture right now, and how I see them evolve. The three topics that come up for me and are the themes of all the things that I see developing in the trends is connection, authenticity and sensual experiences. And all these three topics have the same theme. 
The interesting thing is that all of these three topics have the same theme, which is related to the integration and connection and balance between feminine and masculine energy, which can only happen if we strengthen and embrace feminine energy more. So one trend that I see is a rise in emotional intimacy. I think a lot of people are tired of a hookup culture and dating apps and the kind of superficial experience of getting to know people. A lot was focused on appearance and just swiping left and right from a profile that doesn't really say a lot about you as a person and doesn't transport the vibe or energy of a person really well. And I see that a lot of people are getting tired of this kind of connection and are seeking a more meaningful and honest and deeper connection with other people. And when you look at these apps, dating apps, for example, and hookup culture, the dating apps try to become more and more authentic. You can write a lot more. Even if you look at the difference between Tinder and Bumble and Hinge, you can see that there is really this push to share more information about yourself, share more vulnerably or more authentically and casually than the perfect profile of a person but I think we will go even further than that and kind of move away from dating apps and will gravitate more towards dating in person or events for dating and will look into emotional intimacy much more and one aspect of that that I'm really curious to see if it happens in the way that I think it will is celibacy. I think that a lot of people will abstain from having sex, not until marriage, but until a lot later in dating and will abstain from having casual hookups because they are seeking emotional intimacy. Another theme within that is in the theme of connection is also the desire for more connection and community in general. And this relates to one trend that I see arise in that is third places or memberships for third places. So third places are places that are not your home or your work or school that you can go to. And this used to be, for example, a library. A park is also a third place and it used to be a church. But now there aren't as many third places that you can visit without paying for them or without them being related to a certain activity. So like cafes or the cinema or the museum or something like that. And there are these places like a zoo house, for example, that have memberships for a place like membership clubs. But they used to be really about exclusivity. So the focus of these membership clubs was always status and external validation. And Zoho House is now stopping actually all new applications because the members are complaining about the club not being exclusive enough because there are always so many people. And I think that actually is kind of avoiding the problem because I think the problem is that people are not interested as much in status anymore. People 
kind of figured out that it is just superficial to focus on status or external validation or how people look or are perceived. And I think there will be a rise, or this is my prediction, in these kind of membership places that are based on shared values, shared beliefs, and shared visions for our reality again, more like churches used to be. So this is already happening for things like sport clubs. And I think there will be more places like that also opening. I mean, the place that I go to for cycling is a great example. They really try to push the community aspect or make you feel like part of a community, but it's still not really um, true or honest because the community aspect is only happening through the instructor guiding you to be more inclusive as a community. And there isn't this real exchange between the members of the cycling club, for example. And for a movement to really take place or community to be really built, you need to connect between the kind of members of a community instead of a connection between a member and a leader. A leader of a movement will try to connect all the people within the movement so that the leader isn't really important anymore. If he doesn't and it is always focused on the leader, it becomes more like this guru-worshipping community instead of a real true community between people that are on the same level. It's already happening for membership clubs around uh, sport and activities but I think there will be a rise in third places that are based more on values or how you perceive the world like artist collectives and stuff like that will be more open and involving more people and I think there's a lot of potential there and I also believe that these kind of communities will be built around movements as I said before and visions for the future and will be much more self-organized. And there are a lot of movements that are political, but I think there will be also a lot of movements that are more based on um, other beliefs than political beliefs or spiritual beliefs, but more of the way that you want to live your life. So it will be more kind of the values of your lifestyle. And this also leads into a d another topic and to other trends that I see happening. And these are about the experiences. So one trend that is already happening that will go into an, another extreme or will kind of rise into a more extreme version, I believe, is a hedonistic escapism and luxury. So this is still kind of within this... Um, realm of valuing status and external validation but I actually believe that this kind of escapism through luxury will be much more focused on the sensual experience of luxury the sensual experience of living life to the fullest and this is again a feminine expression or the expression of feminine energy to just enjoy the richness of life and the essence and experience of living and being so I think this will be channeled into this hedonistic escapism and another channeling that I see for this uh, fulfillment in experiencing 
life and just being will be through rituals, nature, wellness and spiritual connection. And this is also related to Hope Core, if this um, is something that you know, that you can already see a rise or a trend in, in uh, social media, that people really try to anchor in more optimism and hope in general. And those two kind of movements and expressions of feminine energy and enjoying life's riches can also relate to this trend prediction of a rise of third places. So third places could be related to these two themes. Another movement that I see happening and that I think there will be a rise of is sobriety or the sober curious movement. I think more people will stop drinking and it's kind of the same essence of the celibacy. It is again this abstaining of the immediate pleasure yeah, and immediate like satisfaction for the long term. I think the people that are sober curious or stop drinking altogether understand that it is kind of superficial or an artificial joy and they can experience the same kind of joy in a more authentic way through other things. So I think also that the other things that you can experience joy through will also rise in importance like um, practices like breathwork or other like more psychedelic stuff I think will also rise and um, I'm also thinking about dance and creativity and expressing yourself something that gives you fulfillment because it is related to your core essence or your authentic essence and it is because you achieve something that fulfills you or you are playing which is all related to feminine energy and is not focused on the superficial um, validation which is an expression or like an unhealthy or unbalanced expression of masculine energy. In the same way I predict the trend of long format content and we already know this so if you are interested in trend forecasting I believe that you have already seen a lot about long format content or FaceTime content and this is something I also predict that there will be a rise of long format content podcasting and YouTube will have a renaissance and will be more popular again and I also I mean TikTok is already shifting towards 10 minute long content and is also introducing podcast on the platform and long format videos so there is this movement towards long format content and what I believe is behind that is that people seek authentic connection and seek authenticity. And what we see right now or what we have been seeing for a long time is on one hand, this kind of perfect image that people try to portray, especially on Instagram, or this kind of, I would, I would call it, maybe it's a bit harsh, fake vulnerability uh, like trauma dumping on TikTok where people are really open about their life and share a lot but it is not in a conscious or intentional way. So I believe that people are seeking true authenticity and true self-expression and that is why people are interested in 
seeing more long format content that they actually relate to instead of this entertainment and superficial like speed of things. And what I also see related to that is a shift in our boundaries and our relationship to what private and public means to us, what our privacy and our publicity mean to us. Because there has been this shift through social media in general that a lot of things that are actually private became really, really public. And we kind of swayed into this extreme direction where everything is public. And now I think we will kind of swing back into the middle where we understand that a that some things are meant to be private and others can be public and we will have a new relationship to that. So I believe actually that a lot of people will become more reserved and share in a more intentional way. And in relationship to relationships, what I said in the beginning about emotional intimacy, I believe that a lot of relationships And family life will not be as public anymore, especially because we see what happened to family vloggers. So I think that a lot of people will become much more conscious of not sharing their family or their close relationships and will instead share more vulnerably and authentically about their beliefs and their values in life. So actually what I'm thinking about Is, or what I'm kind of realizing right now in this moment is that it's really a shift from superficial and external validation to intrinsic motivation and a focus on value and belief. And this is also the shift from focusing on the external reality, which is masculine energy, to internal reality which is feminine energy the last trend that i want to mention and that is also related to this public private thing or the theme of the boundaries between public and private is an aesthetic trend that i see happening which is this cozy charm of a mess We already see a rise in the messy aesthetic in general and a lot of people share their homes online and the trend is that people care a lot more about interior design in general and see their private space as a representation of their identity. And so I think these two will combine into this aesthetic of a cozy mess where people care a lot more not only about the aesthetic of their living room or the representation of their identity through their living space but also about the character and quality of the pieces that they bring into their home so i also see a rise in vintage pieces in general and the art of collecting and curating things. So I think a lot of people will start collecting more after we lean so much into minimalism in general in the last 10 years, I would say, we are already seeing the shift into a more maximalist aesthetic. And I think it will be even more extreme in this aesthetic of charm and a cozy mess. <laughs> And this is also, I mean, all of this collecting and curating and the caring about your environment and your home is all kind of this earthy energy and this grounded energy of bringing your feminine energy, your identity into the physical reality, into your masculine energy. 
So all of these are about balancing or integrating feminine and masculine energy or bringing more of your inner reality into our outer reality, which I find so beautiful. And I am really hopeful. I mean, all of these trends are really hopeful. I'm a very optimistic person. I'm really hopeful that we will see a rise in this feminine energy in so many different ways that people allow themselves more to express themselves authentically and um, are really uh, shifting their focus from external validation to intrinsic motivation and will kind of find what they value and what is true for them at their core and tap into this creative energy that lives within that you can tap into a well of creative energy actually when you connect to your true inner essence so these are my trend forecasts these are my trend predictions for the new year of 2024 maybe we'll we will do a little check-in throughout the year to see what happens and i'm excited where this year will take us and in general where this journey will take us into the integration of feminine and masculine energy And if you are kind of new to the whole topic of feminine and masculine energy, I actually have a quiz on my website. It only takes 16 minutes for you to take and you can find out what energy you are currently expressing. So this is it for me for today. I hope you enjoyed it and you connected to this. It felt really uh, guided for me to do this and... As I said, like a channeling just coming through and wanting to be expressed. So um, I hope this finds the right people and you connect to it. Let me know what you think. You can message me on Instagram at Tabea Zoe or at The Creative Waters and leave me a review and tell me what you think. Bye.